What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the In The Round podcast. It's your boy, Matt Brill. Got to tell you all real quick about our friends from Big Friendly Productions. Now, Big Friendly Productions, BFP, they specialize in creating merchandise for bands, artists, and even lifestyle brands. With their in-house equipment, they can produce shirts, branded hats, and more, as well as offer graphic design services. Very important stuff here. You know, they offer order fulfillment to handle your online orders and ship merch directly to your fans. They handle all of that stuff for you. And whether you're getting your first shirt or you're going on a 40 show run out on the road hit them up for all your merchandising needs uh check them out bigfriendlyproductions.com or email them merchandising at bigfriendlyproductions.com shout out to bfp alex page and the crew down there um we support them and love them here at in the round and uh, we appreciate their support y'all be sure to check them out also rate like subscribe to the pod now let's get into today's episode How you doing, girl? You doing well? I'm doing so good. I'm ha- I'm we're excited. we're happy to happy to have you on. Um, it's always cool. I do. There's some episodes and some guests where like I, they'll the management teams or whatever will will pitch to us and be like, hey, have so and so on. And like you have to do all this research because you don't yeah. know the you don't know the guy or the girl that's coming <laughs> on. But it's like you're one of my best freaking like, friends yeah. in town. So it's super <laughs> cool to be to be doing this. You have a good weekend? Easter so was good. So good. Yeah, it was super busy. One of my best friends got engaged. Ooh, so that was super what'd, fun. What'd you guys do? How how was the proposal? It was so exciting because she has no idea. She's been for like the last month, every time we get together, she's like, I just don't think he's gonna do it. And I'm like, yeah, he sucks. Like he's not gonna <laughs> like I can't can't say anything so so you were so you were in on the proposal how did how did they do it so we all met up as like just a parking lot and we drove over together and we were in this barn and they thought i think she was supposed to do a wine tasting or something like that and they opened the barn doors and we were all there and he was on the knee and it was so good i loved it it was like it was fun. That's she had all. no idea. Now, is that a friend from back home that lives no, here or somebody that you've met? No, someone I met in Nashville who's just become a really good friend. So, that's awesome. Yeah, it's that's, fun. That's a fun. Then did you guys go to Broadway or go out to Midtown to celebrate after? No, we just stayed in that barn and just hung out there all that night. Is like, the, I'm not that's leaving. That's the best way. It to, was so nice outside. It was yeah. perfect. Yeah, it was great. That's the best way to do it because sometimes those, like, when, when a good thing happens and you're like that celebratory moment. Yeah. Midtown for let's go for one drink can yeah, turn into happens. could turn into a marathon <laughs> right. on on Broadway or in Midtown. So you've been in town for how long now? Two years. I just hit two years in January. Dude, congrats! It's, crazy. it's flying by. It's weird. I right? can't believe it. Yeah, it's already April. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's it's already April, and it's yeah. I mean, if you like, we're getting into the the beginning of when everybody's getting out there doing shows. Yep. We've got. Um, Nashville's booming again yeah. for all the folks like the play, the play downtown, which you've done before in the past. I'm going and after ca- this, really? I am. Yeah. What are you playing at? Uh, just Cerveza Jacks is acoustic duo, but yeah, I still gotta make the money. Yeah, so. you gotta, you gotta pay. <laughs> but there's something to be said about doing that grind that makes it worth it, especially when yeah. you have things happen that have been happening to you recently. Yeah. Which, which it's cool because I think. How, when we first met, I think it was through Colby Williford, mm-hmm. your your longtime hometown buddy, your bestie. Yes. <laughs> it was through Colby, and then through um, and then through um, through Reed Morris. Yep. And um, yeah. and it was um, and you were just coming out to the round, yeah. and I was like, oh, who's this girl? She's really sweet. She's she 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 seems awesome. No, and then <laughs> and I was like, I want and. I just thought you were just another girl that moved to Nashville. I didn't even know you did music. Yeah. And then we started putting you on the rounds and so fun. And it's it's cool to kind of watch you watch you grow. So Yeah. Yeah, it's been wild. Um, so two years and then I moved here and worked at Buckle, actually. That was my first job. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I was working there in Charlotte and they transferred me and I couldn't do anything. I wasn't making enough money for rent and my parents are super supportive. But they're big on, like, if this is what you want to do, then you have to pave your own way and figure it out. So all the rent and all my bills were in my name, and it got it got a little overwhelming. But started doing the Broadway and closing down there, like, five nights a week, which was nuts. That was a crazy normal to have. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah and coming from Carolina, like, the bar band thing is big out mm-hmm. there. So you already had some reps in yeah. you from back home in the Charlotte area or going down yep. along the coast. What's the difference of the vibe of like, say, playing um, like 
Isle of Palms, like the Windjammer, or playing Myrtle Beach compared to Broadway. Because they're, <laughs> they're, they're similar in that it is. Broadway's a lot more demanding <laughs> with the people. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah, everybody, they want to hear a song that's like, you better figure it out. <laughs> like, it's not your, it's, it's your show, but it's, it's the people's show when you're on Broadway. And it's making other people happy, and you might play before he cheats five times it would never surprise me it's what's your what's your what's your uh, least favorite one to cover probably that one was a big one it just was so repetitive every single time like somebody's gonna do it whenever there's these drunk girls come in you know it's about to happen or the guys that want to impress the drunk girls yeah. yeah yeah the guys that are like hey what song do you want to yeah, hear and every time and do all that and do you have you kind of had like a consistent group of like players when you do the full band gigs down there or yeah. do you kind of rotate because getting into that scene is interesting yeah it was I just met someone who played down there and kind of became friends and then found a guy who needed a fill-in one night when played and he was like, hey, we need someone full-time. So I just joined with Where him. was that gig at? It was at Rippy's. Okay, yeah. so you were you're oh, a, so you were on you were on the Tootsie Circuit. I was doing the Tootsie Circuit. Steve Smith Survivor. Oh yeah, I survived. Yeah, because yes. I mean that's it's rough. so many people. Like I have some friends right now and it's and it's kind of it's kind of fun now that I think about it. It is a lot of younger females yeah. that go into that that Tootsies, Rippies, Honky Tonk, it's Kid Rock too. Circuit, mm-hmm. and that's it's because it's the multi level. Like, and have you ever done like doubles and triples down oh, there? Yeah, oh yeah. How do you condition your voice for that? I don't even know. It's awful. You get home and you're like, why did I just do this? Like, this is brutal. But I mean, you have to pay your bills. It's like, what are you gonna do? You and know? it's making money doing and you music. make great money and honestly like i don't miss it and of course like here and there i'll go do a gig because i still need to pay bills and the exposure is great because you're getting people from all over the place coming in all the time and new faces every time we play but there's been a lot of cool things that came out of it like i went to guam which was really cool dude yeah i didn't know you went you don't to know guam. this i don't think oh, so yeah it's crazy this yeah there's been a lot of crazy things i played it was mm, october i think I think it's October, September of 2021. And this lady from Guam came in with like all her friends, Anne-Marie. And she was tipping us good. And, you know, we started talking. And she's like, have you ever been to Guam? And I'm like, no, like, what even is that? And then Where is that? she tipped me Blake Shelton tickets. And I was like, oh, they're probably like nosebleeds. And we went and we were like fourth row at Blake Shelton the next night. And she's like, you should come to Guam. And I'm like okay you know i'm very good with the flow so i ended up going to guam for a week and staying with her and it was amazing like i want to live on an island one day so bad and it was crazy it was so fun and got to be good friends with her and then like gone to new york city with her on a trip once and her friends and then i just went again this past january but dude I'm just like yeah it's great i'll go there and like play shows i went to a reggae festival last time reggae festival yeah. has to be dope it down there especially amazing what a what a like of all the places to experience that for it to oh, be yeah. an island it was setting. in a baseball field too and it was raining and muddy <laughs> like like woodstock shit it was wild it was so fun was so who fun. were you down there with you just, just went- some friends at that time i went with blake weaver who's my photographer at that time and i was like my whole brand is turned into stay wild child and i was like you should, we got to do it it's guam so yeah. we went for the week and it was so fun that's awesome i mean yeah. just just the getting tipped blake shelton yeah. like high level tickets yeah it's been crazy that i had heard i go play every year now for a guy who used to play for the broncos and I met him at Tootsie's, and we've gotten to be good friends. Like, I went to Red Rocks with him to see Zach Bryan. I remember you posting yeah. that. Yeah. that. Was that the snow? Yeah. The snowy one? It was wild. That was my first time at Red Rocks. That was pretty nuts. That was crazy. <laughs> I like, looked like I had black eyes. I'm like, crying, and it's raining, and it's snowing. <laughs> How crazy are, are his shows? Because they're, they're like, kind of mellow, but, like, yeah. they, I feel... The that, energy was unreal. I haven't though. seen him live yet. Yeah, it was so good. And, I mean, I feel like the weather and the atmosphere and where we were probably added a lot to it as well, but... Is it, like, a big sing-along, like a Garth Brooks concert yeah. where it's just a oh, sing-along yeah. at this point? Yeah, it was awesome. It was pretty magical, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't sure how I was going to be, but it was awesome. Was that your first time out to Colorado, or had you been yeah. out there before? Yeah, I'd been there when I was super little, but I don't remember going. It was fun. I road-tripped it. And you road trip. Yeah, it. I took, okay, the, took so the Bronco. I was like, all right, let's do this. We have that in common because I've I've road tripped to Colorado. Yeah. Drive, driving a driving a, a bus, not yeah. a not a no, personal I was in vehicle. My car. <laughs> I like we drove 
I'm very spontaneous. You know the smell. Wild I'm child. Very, Brooke I'm Lee, the, this it is really what you fits do. the brand. People are like, you know, you say that and like you dress like it, but are you really? And I'm like, sit down for 10 minutes. Let me tell you some crazy things <laughs> that we've done. But yeah, I road tripped it. I went to St. Louis and like met a mutual friend while I was there. And then like on my way back, I ended up spending the night with her. Like, just met her, but she was really cool. And like on the way, it was a sunrise and I was super tired. I'd driven all night. So I pulled over and went swimming in someone's, I don't know if it's private property or not, somewhere in Kansas, and like took a dive, <laughs> just kept going. It was so fun. You are the wild child. I, I'm like, like this, whatever. This is not an act. Like, this is no. what Brooke Lee does. <laughs> like, that's very real. <laughs> so, how, so how long was the trip getting out there? Because um, you made some stops, which is awesome. Yeah. And on the way there, it was only like two days. It wasn't crazy. We only stopped, I don't know that we stopped. I don't think I stopped at all. I mean, I like slept in the car a little bit, but that was it. I went with my friend Josh on the way there. So we went back and forth. And when I left Colorado, I was supposed to come back to Nashville. And I was like, I haven't seen family in Oklahoma in a while. So from Colorado, I just drove to Oklahoma for like two days. I'd never been to Texas. So I drove to Texas, went to Dallas, and then back to St. Louis, and then went to Atlanta for a Luke Holmes concert, and then to Nashville. It all, was wild. All driving? All driving. And I didn't get a ticket until I was going to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. Like I went all the way across the map and I like, got a speeding ticket there. And I was coming from St. Louis and he was like, did you make a wrong turn or something? You're from Nashville. And I'm like, no. It's not just, no. Yeah, it's just making me look so like an idiot. Tour, touring is going to come very easy for I'm you. I'm so excited. But, yeah. Because that right there is what a tour looks like, but I not as much driving. And you're starting to get out there and do... Yeah. Do more shows and stuff, right? It's been fun. Yeah, it's starting to pick up a little bit more. We're just right now just trying to get the songs. It's been weird because before I moved here, I played every weekend, like two or three shows. Yeah. And it was so normal. Like I started my band when I was 15 and did all classic rock and everything. What was the name of the band? Was it Brooklyn? <laughs> Seven and some... Days Band. And I don't know why. Seven Days Band. It's never been able to be explained. I just come up with something <laughs> on the spot. But what kind of music were you guys singing? All at classic 15? rock. Like my first cover was Led Zeppelin. No and, shit. Yeah, my mic was turned off and I was wearing a sweater and I like just didn't move and was <laughs> screaming it. It was great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. There was like there's a rock band back home called Blue Monday that I've just always looked up to and I would sneak into bars when I was like 13, 14 to go watch them. I was like, this is what I want to do. And she really inspired me. I had my first show and like I remember she came out and she took my mic stand and put it at the back of the bar and she's like, figure it out, but this is you gotta do something other than standing there. And from there on, I mean Full band's been my thing. I love it. But, That's awesome. Yeah, so it's been an adjustment because now I'm in town. I'm not playing near as much, which is super weird for me. But it's starting to pick up more, and hopefully we're going to start getting some songs out soon. Well, kind of I've been, talks of it. Well, I've been seeing it on, on Facebook. I'm a loyal follower of Brooklyn Music. <laughs> when you know you're a real uh, one. Yeah, honestly. On I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting the top fan badge, yes. and it's like, do I want to <laughs> take this because it's like she's my homie? Um <laughs> Like you've got got some tin roof dates coming up, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we're in Indy on the twenty first this month. Yeah, and then in where are we can't keep up. South Carolina on May in May thirteenth, May twelfth. I think it's May twelfth. I don't know, but hoping we're gonna get in that circuit a little bit and do some of the art yeah, I mean, stuff. It's a then. great circuit because it's yeah. like it's like you're playing downtown, but the pay is still solid. Yeah, but you're playing to different and it, everything's of people. so lined up for you when you go do it so yeah. hopefully hopefully that's going to be happening we've got some festival stuff coming up really hopefully we're yeah ccmf is looking like it's a go so really dude that is a yeah you, now if you attended that as a as a concert i actually goer? have never been and i'm like weird i, I like to support but i'm kind of at a point of like until i've like earned my spot of doing it that's when i want to go for the first time it's when like i can say i went and i played it it's yeah. just there's something so cool especially like that's like so big at home being in carolinas and i grew up going to dirty, Myr dirty myrtle was like yeah the spot oh dirty here. myrtle we'll yeah. get we get to that in a second because oh, i've God. had some i've had some times we matt sweet boy has too we've had some oh, times and, and we've had some times in myrtle beach um it gets wild it, it does it's a place of its own but like ccmf that for, for those who don't know, Carolina Country Music Festival. That was something that I knew about up in New York when I'm really? like in my local circuit where you see like there's watershed that goes on mm -hmm. out of the gorge in out 
out in the West Coast. There's Stagecoach. There's Tortuga. Obviously, CMA Fest. You've got some stuff in Ohio. You've got yeah. to rock the South. CCMF is as big of a festival in the country music world, like worldwide. People come from all over the world for yeah. that festival to be in Myrtle. Yeah, that, and now so. they have one in Jersey, too. Yep, which I think um, I'm going to be going to that. Are you? Which I'm very excited about yeah. because it's in Wildwood. And back in my back in my drinking days, I spent a lot of time on that beach doing, yeah. a, lot of, doing a lot of crazy things. Now you'll, like, remember it when you go. It'll what was like, that? It'll be a whole new experience. It will be a whole new experience. I won't be 21 with a group of sorority girls with yeah. a bottle of Fireball <laughs> in, a, in a motel. <laughs> Seeing Tim McGraw on the Fourth of July—that was a wild show too. That's it was, amazing. It was, it was it was it was Tim McGraw, Holy. Hunter Hayes, and Maggie Rose. Wow! Wow! Uh, at at um on Fourth of July at Wildwood Beach, and we and I wasn't even planning How on going. Hard. This group I was living in Jersey, and this group of girls from back home in New York were like, "Hey, Matt, you want to come to this?" And they literally pulled up to the college radio station. I hopped in with a bo- <laughs> hopped in with a handle of Fireball and a backpack, and let's and, go, ladies. And we had us a time. <laughs> it was you crazy. Did. That sounds so fun. It was crazy. Have you been? So you've been? You said you went up to New York City. What were you doing up there? I just never been there before. So spontaneous. <laughs> I was sitting there. Brooklyn shit. Here we are. <laughs> um, still alive, you know. Do it's okay. Yeah. Um, we had brunch. Anne Marie from Guam and I had brunch. She's like, "Yeah, I'm going to New York City because she for a job she'll come here and then she'll go to a bunch of different cities." And uh, she's like, I'm going to New York City on Tuesday. It's a Sunday afternoon. I was like, I've never been. She's like, oh, do you want to go? I was like, sure. So then I went for like three, I don't know, two days in the same Times Square. And it was cool. I'd just never been there before. So I just walked around and hung out. Didn't really do anything crazy, but what it was, was fun. What was like the weirdest thing about, was it, because I, whenever I talk to Southerners and they go up there, they're like, dude, you can't see the sky. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's skyscrapers. I never even like thought about that. Now that you say that, like, you really couldn't. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not, like, a – I'm not super country. Like, I didn't come from that, but I'm also not a city person at all. So it was – I mean, it was – I couldn't live there. I could not do it. Yeah, my I had little, a couple people yeah. spit at me. That was interesting. You had people spit at this you? This guy spit at me. Yeah. For what? I don't know. Who would spit at you? Just a bad day, I guess. I don't know. Man. Of all people. <laughs> I was just walking. Did you go on a – my bag on my guest and spit at me. It's was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Let me make this bagel more New York for you. Yeah. Jeez. That's silly. It's good. That's weird. Did you go on a train when you were up there? Did you do the subway did thing? Not. Yes. Yes, I did. The subway. Did you yeah. see any subway creatures? <sighs> no, it wasn't really too crazy. So our subway creatures are like the the um, the panhandlers on Broadway, okay. like the people outside the bars on Broadway. Yeah. We have. I mean, we have those on the streets too in New York. Well, that's yeah. That's you spit of, on me. Was one of those. Yeah. One of yeah. our, one of New York's. He finest. was just on the street though, not on the train. Because yeah. the trains are are crazy. I was so confused. I can't even drive like here in my own car. That was really hard for me. And there's like there's like all the different number lines yeah. and all the different letter lines. I had no idea. What it was and you have doing. the five boroughs and the this and that. I don't even know it. And I'm from up there. Yeah. And I, I I get lost. I enjoyed the, the Chinatown or whatever. Chinatown. Did you go to Canal Street? Yes. Yes. Did you go where like there's all the little shops and yes, it's all the knockoff stuff? Yes, I went got cannolis stuff? at that. Oh wait, what are you? T- no, I'm talking about Canal Street where there's like the little shops and it's like the guys the, being like, "Look at this Rolex," and you. Oh, they call it. It's like, like all the, cheap. Like, like it's all. Oh, yeah. It's all the bootleg. Like I had Louis to get Vuitton. another bag because I. Oh, did you get one? So much stuff. Yeah. What'd you get? Oh, just a bunch of random stuff. I don't even know. I like clothes <laughs> and just whatever. It was cheap. Did you Did you thing. haggle at all? I was, yeah, I was you got a haggle. Game. We talked a good game. My friend was with me, and she'd been before, so she knew what she was doing. I was like, oh, okay, I can get on board with yeah, this. The it best <laughs> I've done, I've gotten a guy down from $150 on a Rolex down to like $45. Yeah, clearly, it wasn't a real Rolex, but yeah. it was a Canal Street Rolex. I love that. They used to have bootleg DVDs down there back in those days. Like That was that. where all the – it's always been like that, that little That's section so of wild. New York. I was talking about – I don't remember the name of it, but they have like all these little restaurants, and there was the best cannolis I've ever. Little had. Italy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Little Italy. It's funny because you have Little Italy and Chinatown on the same street. Okay, like that's they, why they go, I was they like, I swear they were right next yeah, to each same, other. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same section. Amazing. Yeah, those are so good. Yeah, you get lots of noodles out there because you get all the Chinese noodles and they yes. get all the pasta and the chicken pork. Yeah, I was I was up north this weekend. This past week, I went up there with uh, with uh, Nikki T. I uh, took that. him up to Delaware. Heck Stay with yeah. my family, which my mom says hello. By the Hi, way, mom. she she I love the, that the, woman. the fam the family loves you. Really? 
Yeah, you're one of the, you're one of the favorites. Them. You you forever has, have you been over for you have you even been to a pasta dinner? No, yet? it's okay. awful. Okay, and it next, looks great. Next next time they'll be down in a few weeks. Okay. Um, and we'll, you you can, uh, we'll, if you're in town, we'll make sure to have you for the, make sure to have you for the pasta dinner. Cause she's always like, how's Brooke doing? I, I love Brooke. I well, love my her. My family's Italian I, too. I love, her, so... I love her mom. We talked at live. Oh, Vogue. My mom, she's going to listen to this and be so happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I need some pasta. My family's, my dad's side is Italian and they're from Buffalo. Yeah. So that's right. Like way go, up there. go Bills. Go Bills. Yes. Um, <laughs> But they're Italian and the pasta is amazing, so I mean that's gonna be insane. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, oh, it's um. That's like New York. New it's York. it's pretty. Real I mean, I, so I've been going to the, I've been going to the gym a lot recently. We've been trying to we've been trying to get better, and I I dropped down a couple lbs and like was starting to feel good. And then I go back home. Oh yep. I go back home. Every time you get there, and <laughs> they've we just keep. Like high quality pizza in the fridge in the garage. There's just like backup pizza for late night munchies. Like it's just oh, it's no. there for that reason. <laughs> and the tin foils right next to it, so you can just pop it in the toaster real oh, quick. Yeah. And then, dude, we had chicken parm, chicken marsala, mm. like this like roast thing. I ate crab cakes. I had a lobster <laughs> roll. I mean, dude, I I lost this weight, and then I went up there and I put on more weight than when I started. <laughs> I was like, damn. That's and the worst. Stop that sheets. Stop that wah-wah. Stop that pals twice. Once on the way up, once on the way back. Have you had pals before? No. Well, next time you drive, well, do you drive going on 24 and then you dip down to Georgia to get up to Carolina or do you just take 40? 40. Just 40? Okay. Do you go through like Bristol and stuff or do you dip off on the 75 before that? I think, think? 75. I was going to say, usually I would picture you'd be going yeah. through like Asheville and all yes. that shit. Yeah. Okay. So yep. if you're ever in East Tennessee, um, Johnson City, Bristol, um, the Tri City Kingsport, they've got this burger chain called Pals, and I've mentioned it on you before. McElwain's probably rolling his eyes over there because I talked about I've talked about it so much. Here we go again. Me, you know, back, back, on, back on Pals. We're Come right on. on schedule, sweet boy. Um, Nikki T made <laughs> Nikki T put it perfectly this weekend. He was like, "Pals is what everybody, Pals is what Waterburger wants to be." Nicky T doesn't like Whataburger. He's an in and out guy. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, in and out the fries. Like, in and out's great. In and out to me is it's... the is the best of of all of it. But Pals is really good. But I say that to say like this the, the gym thing's been been tough. Oh, I got yeah. back in it today, and I felt and I felt good. Doing but... better than me today. I did not. Yeah, you've I see you've been you've been I see you post I'm the workout trying. videos and shit. Like on you, like full on honesty, I moved here and like. When I moved here, I was not like crazy shape, but I was, I mean, I'm small, but I was small when I moved here. Like I felt great. But then I started doing this Broadway thing and your schedule. So, I mean, your schedule's whack anyways, being in this industry, but like you, there's no such thing as consistency or at all when you're playing downtown and like you're playing until three, you don't sleep. Cause for me, like I played till three and then like, if I wanted to work out, like I'd go at like five and then I'd go to bed and then I'd wake up and write, like it was nuts. It wasn't, it was nuts and I'd eat whatever I could cause you're broke and you're working late. So I ended up putting on like a lot when I moved here. And like I felt horrible for a year. And then this year, I remember texting you. I was like, all right, we're doing this, Matt. Like we got to hold each other to it. But I ended up, I started going to burn boot camp and like really being consistent about it. And like, I just, I feel so good. Like, awesome. I feel so much better, but I'm with you on the eating. It's hard. It's so hard. Yeah, and because I, I used to be I down, love good food. Because I used to be downtown and get out at 3 a.m. too when I was doing right, security. Right, And that, and it's you're, so hard. You go to, you drive to, you drive out to the highway, and what's on the left hand side open 24 hours? There it is. Fucking McDonald's. It's open. Or like cookout, right? That is open cookout, till like four or five yeah. now. Cookout's open till four or five now. I think four on the weekend. Sheesh. Not everyone, but that one right by Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah, and then I used to go to the diner. You ever uh, been? You ever been in there? Yeah, I went there that yesterday. Four, uh, oh, there you go. That's that's how you know. <laughs> there we go. That's how you know you might be a downtown employee if you've been to there the diner go. on it on a Sunday night. <laughs> yep. What, what is it still? Is it still like a pretty cool vibe? I haven't been in yeah. there in years because it's still. I've like only been there a couple times, but yeah, it's like six floors. Did, what uh, what floor were you on? Because it, it's it's, di it's different thing every floor. Yes, we were on the fifth one yesterday. Because the first one's breakfast. Yes. One of them has sushi. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. 
One of them had sushi. One of them had sushi. Because I used to go, it was all the staff from from Whiskey Row. So it was like the bartenders and the servers and then all of us security guys. So like the the little bartenders would be like, I want some sushi. And it's like, it's (laughs) four in the morning. What the fuck are you eating sushi for? I didn't know that. Yeah. And then did you remember remember Hermitage Cafe or was that already closed by the time you came up here? I don't remember it. Hermitage Cafe was like over in that area and it was like a late night place, cash only. Cause they had that's that's one thing. I think the late night food scene in Nashville could be better. Like, oh yeah. I want like the fact that there's. I mean, I get why there's not a Waffle House downtown because there's already enough fights at both Waffle House and on Broadway. <laughs> you put a bro- you put a Waffle House it's on gonna Broadway. It's gonna get crazy. It'll yeah. get it'll get real crazy. Well, well, you could definitely get some interesting content there. There but, really isn't a lot at all. Like, I want to open like a like a Jersey style Greek diner down here. Ooh. Like where the menus like the size of the Bible kind of thing. You ever seen one? You've seen those before, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Like, I think you should do it. Yeah, it's just the money to do it. I need an investor. If anybody wants to help me open a diner down here, we, we I'll will support gladly. you. I'll so eat we'll, it. Sweet boy will be. We'll work there as well. We'll have the whole team. <laughs> It'll be great. Um, and you were talking about writing songs and and the grind of being yeah. here and a goal that a lot of that people have when they come here and want to write songs is to be able to get paid to write songs. And you've, um, yeah. in the last couple of years, again, like you said, it's been, a, it's been a roller coaster. I remember that night you played at my round and your mom was there because my mom was there too that night. Yeah. And you talked and you, you, you mentioned on stage how it's been. My up first and down. year here was probably the worst year of my life. Honestly, I moved here. No one told me like, I knew people before I moved, but no one told me how bad it was where I was going. I was living off of Trinity and Dickerson. Oh, no. Yeah. And, like, it was a great situation, to be honest. I moved here with my original drummer um, that used to play for me, and we were like, we're going to get a place we can jam at where it doesn't bother people. And the rent, we didn't want it to be crazy. The rent was cheap. We were on a corner. Our neighbor was old. He, like, couldn't hear anything. It was perfect. And then, like, three months into living here, I came home, and I went all my roommate was home and she called me. Our windows were smashed in. So my house got robbed. Guitar was stolen. My laptop was stolen. I had a lot of money stolen because I just got off the road from that weekend. Yeah. So it was really rough. Um, so after like three or four months of being here, you're already trying to find somewhere new to live. And then my car got totaled that summer. And yeah, I, it was a lot. Everybody's cars get broken into. Like, I try not to complain about it, but it was definitely a big awakening moving here. Like, I've lived on my own since I was 18. I moved here as soon as I turned 21. And then when all this stuff started happening, I was like, wow, like, this is crazy. But um, it was a lot, but I just, I kept, just kept playing. I wrote a lot of songs about it and started doing the Broadway thing and more. Um, and then ended up moving to West Side and I worked at Free People for like a month because I really wanted I play this show every year in December at home for Christmas and I wanted this outfit and I was like I'm just gonna work there and then I'll get to buy the outfit <laughs> yeah. and I worked in Green Hills and like it was the night of the CMAs of 2021 and or yeah 2021 Je- writer named Jess Kane came in I didn't know her but I dressed her for the CMAs, and I was like, can you please follow me? Like, you don't know me. I don't know anybody. Like, just follow me on Instagram. Like, no big deal. And she followed me, and then, like, a couple of days later, I was like, hey, I ended up telling my publisher, Kara Jackson, about you, and just so you know if she reaches out. So we ended up getting together in December of 21. And, you know, it was just conversations. She hooked me up with Paul Eversold, who does some producing with Morgan Wade, and Morgan Wade is one of my favorites, so that was really cool. And Worked with him for a while, and I just got to a point where I, like, he was really great. I just felt like I needed more direction, and I called Kara, and we started talking more, and then about a year after our first meeting, I ended up signing with Spirit with Kara now. She's a great place to be. Which, it's been, man, they came, Derek Wells is obvious, he's, he's amazing. Like, obviously, incredibly talented guy, like, insane um, in the industry, but just, he's such a humble great human being who has been so good to me that whole team has but before I signed like he came him Kara and a couple other people from spirit came to my late shift on Broadway to tell me they were going to offer me and I was just like that so many people in town like gave me hell for working on Broadway and like I didn't get a lot of appreciation which is fine but for them to come downtown and say that was really really special to me that's them coming down to you cutting your teeth paying your dues and being like hey 
we we want to help you not have to do this as much yeah. and and get you further along because we fucking believe in you. Yeah, like, it takes. It meant a lot to me. That's huge. Yeah, and and I remember Derek. What, what was the reaction like? Did you know that they were coming, um, or did you just see them kind of roll <laughs> I in? I had never, so I hadn't actually met Derek yet. So Derek and I had emailed back and forth. Kara and I had gotten pretty close, just like through meeting and stuff. And uh, Derek actually had played. I played in the round that night yeah. because. Derek was like, when are you playing tonight? And I said, in the round. And I remember, I think I said something. I was like, somebody might be coming. Oh, my God. And uh, I, he didn't show up. And I was like, whatever. And then he came to Broadway. And I was like, oh, my gosh. This is wild. Of all places, but come, I to was Midta- like, come to Midtown for the writer's round or go, and yeah. go to Broadway and he, on a Tuesday right. night. And I was like, man, this is really cool. And I had, like, my bit. Like, I had, like, a five-gallon tip bucket. Like, I was determined. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, walking around. And he came up to me and gave me a hug and, like, introduced himself and said what he said. And I remember I just dropped the bucket. And I was like, what would you say? And then he just left. And I was like, all right. And I had, like, three more hours to play. I'm like, I don't know what's going on right now, but this is crazy. Um, but it, it's been awesome. And, like, he's told me since day one, you know, as much as you push, I'm going to push. And, like, as hard as you work, I'm going to work right now. Well, you better you. be ready to put in some work then because that's what you do. No, I <laughs> – You're a workhorse, I, girl. like, really pride myself on it. And I think it's a lot of my upraising, but also, like, I've been doing this again since I was 15 and booking my own shows and, like, doing all of these things and getting the insight on it. So I'm like, I will outwork. Like, let's go. I want to work. <laughs> I will work as hard as I can and make things happen. But – it's nice to have a team. Finally, it's very. It's such a. So, so what is so what does the team look like? So you've got the publishing deal. Yeah. So you got management as well. So right now, Kara is managing me, um, which is something new for her, which is exciting because it's like there's no boundaries. Well, it's cool because it's new for her and new for you. Yeah, but she's. I mean, learn- she's working are, so hard. You guys, to- you guys are learning together, and yeah. she was the one that that believed in you to kind oh, yeah. of start it's all this, been, all these wheels going. It's been really special, like hearing the things that that she said like in meetings or the people will come up to me and say things that I'm just like, man, like this girl's got my back and this is really, really special and really cool. So yeah, she's kind of, she's my publisher and then kind of playing the management role right now. Um, Derek is producing everything and I'm doing artist development with Derek as well. So that's been really fun. That's that's a good, it's so great. It's a good team to have around. And they're, they're awesome. They're just family. Everyone's so kind and just everyone works hard and works for each other and supports each other and it's really special you play whiskey jam everyone's going to be there from your team everybody <laughs> y'all the writers everyone it's amazing so. yeah and um there's been like so since that have other things kind of started to roll as well yeah or? i mean yeah we've had some pretty good meetings recently um isn't that wild to think about? Like from you, from where, from the day that your your house got broken into, and you were like, "What the fuck is going on? It's what insane. am I doing here?" And now you're you're going on Sixteenth Ave and meeting with different meeting with different facets of the business that are like, "We want to be in the Brooklyn business." Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's been cool, and like I've had a couple agency meetings. So like, hopefully, like you said, like getting on the road more, and like one of them, my the first meeting I had, I'm like. Did you find out because of spirit or like how did you figure out who I am? And it was his aunt or like some relative heard me on Broadway and sent a video. Okay, so that is a testimonial right there. It's any, insane. I'm any, like, like people like I've I've I say Broadway gives me PTSD from being a bouncer down there for so it. long. And you get it <laughs> being get it. being especially being being a young female on Broadway. You deal with all kinds of shit. It's yeah, it's awful. But <laughs> Again, but look, you've made you've mentioned five or six, maybe even seven since we've started this episode yeah. of cool things that have transpired from you busting your ass mm-hmm. on that on that circuit of bars. Yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of downfalls from it. There's a lot of bad experiences that I've had. I've had to deal with a lot of people that in a lot of situations I wish I never had to deal with or things that I wish I never had to see. But that's also like life and if you're gonna be on the road, like things like that are gonna yeah. happen. And everything that's happened, like, good out of that trumps it all. Like, I'm so thankful for the opportunities. And, like, it's helped my following. It's helped my craft a lot. I mean, I've figured out a lot about myself doing it. And, like... Like like what? What are some things you think you figured out? I mean, obviously, like... Honestly, my morals is one big thing. And, like... I don't know. I just see, like, how some of these people down there, like, get themselves into situations or how people get treated down there. And it's like, I don't know. I've got a lot more, 
necessarily confidence, but like I'm not scared to stand up for myself when it comes to situations anymore, which I've always been like so nice. And I'm like, I'm nice, but like screw off. Like I'm too good for like, and not in like a cocky way. It's just like, I don't know. Knowing how to hold your own ground, I think, is super important. Yeah, be, and yeah. getting tough skin, and you get that very quickly down there. It breaks, it's a make or break thing for sure. <laughs> yeah. And so that was tough. Um, but also, like, the experiences, the Guam stuff, and the road trip to Colorado. Like, honestly, if I would have got offered this deal, like, a year ago, I, w- I know I wouldn't have been ready. And I told I told Kara that from our first meeting. I'm like, I really want to get in this. I'm not there yet, and I'm not ready. And I want... It was very important. You're always going to learn more about yourself, but I wanted to know myself and kind of my brand before I stepped into anything because I wanted something to stand on. And going on all these trips and doing all these spontaneous things and figuring out my wild child self has helped so much. Now I can go in and be like, yeah, this is me. And my song, like you'll hear when these songs come out, like a lot of them are really like being written in that direction, and it's I'm so excited. Yeah, who are who have you been uh, co-writing with a lot? Because Brinley lo- Addington's my Dude, number one. Brinley oh, is I love Brinley. the man, and um, we're he's one of my my favorite guys. I've gotten to know him from being down from one yeah. being in town, but two in in Key West, and oh, like yeah. and like Brinley and Joey Hyde, and Joey's like the the crew too. that. And it's cool because those guys have been around in town for a while and you pick up so much from being in a room with them, I'm sure. But you know what's so cool about Joe and Brinley? Actually, our first ride we talked about this is both of them used to do the Broadway thing too. Yeah. And so it's like they, I think, have a lot of appreciation for it and we've come up with some really cool stuff because of it and it's been fun. Yeah, Brinley's my number one. I love Joey too. I definitely Joey's about we've had we've had Joey on the uh, on the podcast oh, before. And he, <laughs> is, he is a whole ass vibe. <laughs> he I is love, so much I love fun. Joey and I, lo- and I love that he's doing the, the artist and like his project that he that he put out. And yeah, it's it's um, so good. And those guys and it's like you're being produced by Derek, but Joey's got a great ear when it oh, comes yeah. to when it comes to stuff, and that's that's huge. Yeah, and they're and they're guys. It, it's sometimes I'm sure the dynamic can be interesting of, of being a, being a female artist or a yeah. writer writing with dudes, but then there's certain guys that have had that experience like them with Marin and, yeah. and I'm like, or the chemistry I love solid with guys. I think I connect a lot more with guys than do I you? do the girls. Yeah. I don't know why I just always have been like that, but I'm also like, I like to say things that like guys would say, like, I yeah. don't know. I'm not like a, I don't like getting all girly with stuff, so it's fun because they'll like get that out of me and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, Brinley's been awesome. Um, I recently started riding with Ryan Beaver, which has been fun. Ooh, He's, that's a good one. We yeah, we've got some him and Brinley. We've got some special stuff I think on the horizon, and I'm really excited. Um, but it's been fun. Every day I'm meeting someone new, which is really weird and a lot, but it's fun. I mean, like before this deal. I was riding a lot, but I was riding with a lot of the same people because I just didn't know a lot of people. And now it's like every day is somebody new, which is cool, but it's a lot. It's a little overwhelming at times. Is but, it is it interesting? Have you had moments now where it's like you're you're writing and you're the artist in the room? Oh, yeah. Most of the time it has been like that, actually. <laughs> How cool is that? It's wild. It's so cool. And like Derek and I had a meeting not too long ago and we were listening through everything. And I'm just it's it's really cool to see the shift of songs in the last year and the songs we're getting now. And like, yeah. And that, I think that's, what's so special about finding your crew. Like Brinley gets it. Like he gets me and he gets my story and what I want to put out. And so it's, it's exciting. I'm really, I can't wait to get music out. I can't wait for these songs are getting, I can't wait. I can't wait for the, (laughs) do we, do we have, so it'll be like, we're, we're soonish. I think so. We're, it's, we're in the talks. Um, I don't really or have an pending, exact... Or is it pending on, like, meetings and stuff that's yeah, going on, too? Yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now, just taking some more meetings and, and trying to figure out what we can... Can we throw someone else in the production mix? Can we... What are we... You know? And also just... We've been beating songs, and so trying to... When we had our meeting in the beginning of the year, we had, like, two songs that we were 100% on. And now I went into Derek's office. He has, like, this white whiteboard, and we always put on there what songs we're going to do next... And it's grown so much. And I'm like, man, this is great. So I think we're getting closer, hopefully. How, where would you say your sound's at right now? Because I was uh, like, like obviously, you've, you've got some songs that yeah. are out now. and They're not. That, what I, well, <laughs> hey, I, 
I, I like them, and the, and <laughs> the part of the reason that I like them is because I remember like when you put out Well Runs Dry. I remember yeah. that was one of the first songs that you played when you when you played our round. Yeah. I think we were one of the first rounds to have you too, mm -hmm. if I remember right. Yeah. And what I love about getting to do the getting the host of writers rounds and becoming friends with all you guys and girls that write songs yeah. all the time and perform is every time that I've that I've had you, especially like over the last two years. Um, the songs just keep growing yeah. and your sound just becomes more and more kind of kind of defined. Like, yeah. okay, Brooke is figuring out what she wants to say. It's a good feeling. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've kind of said like this Miranda, Cheryl Crow, Brothers Osborne, Grace Pottery, kind of like Grace Potter country in a sense. Um, I like old stuff, but like I love rock and stuff. Like I, I'm a big band person, obviously. I started in rock. So trying to find the like right mix of all of these things. Well, I feel like right now is the best time for that. Yeah. If you look at the, the oh, country market. The doors market, are wide open. The doors are that. wide open to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I remember before I moved here, um, oh, it's going to drive me nuts, but I can't remember who it was. I went to a round or showcasing this guy and I were talking and he's like, you don't see it yet. But, like, rock and all that grit and stuff, it's coming back. And yeah. You just don't see it. And then, like, now living in town, like, my first year, like, a lot of the rounds were about it, but everyone else wasn't hearing on the outside. And now everybody's like, oh, my God, like, the rock stuff's back. The real writing is back. The there's, a, there's a reason one of our biggest nights at Live Oak, and you were part of the first one, was Butt Rock Night. Yeah. Like, people love they that love shit. They love it. People love that, love that shit. And it's, and also, I mean, like you see where the lines are kind of people like people look like the, the word Americana has mm -hmm. a lot of different meanings. Yep. Some people are like, it's just real country, but the industry doesn't want to call it country. So they call it Americana, but, but it's like a mixture of like, like folk and storytelling and then some rock and stuff. Like there's so many different lanes within country music Absolutely. right now, within music in general, yeah. that, that someone like you, who's got. Uh, a, a classic kind of vibe, but you're you're as young as you are. Like you've got so many, so much, so much room to run yeah. and do whatever you want to do. So I'm, I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's, it's awesome. cool too that like there's room for this this sound and stuff, but also there's a lot of room for diversity. And yes. like on one, like I hear so many records now, I'm like every song is different. Like this is this person, but it's different, and that's exciting for me because. I feel like a lot of stuff I've been doing is like one song is on a whole nother spectrum of the other song that we write, but I'm like, these are both so me. Yeah. And now it's like, you can do that and it's okay. I mean, I, who cares to do it anyways, <laughs> but I'm excited. That's it's going to be fun. That's awesome. And um, we've got uh, some uh, some stuff coming up tonight. We've got, which yes. obviously this episode will be out after this happens. But um, so our if you first, weren't there. If you weren't there, be at lame. the next one because it's going to be a success. <laughs> it's going to be the biggest event in Hermitage, Tennessee this evening. <laughs> we've got our first McElwain Monday at the Rusty Nail. So you're wild. And um, then we've got um, we've got Key West coming up. Were you down there last year? I've never been. You didn't go last no, year? I was, okay, so I was so excited. Last year, you're going to thrive down there. Like, cause your your vibe. That's um, very my vibe. I think you're gonna have <laughs> the best time, um, and I look forward to having a great time with you down yes. there. Um, we're doing those um, the happy hour rounds down at Island Dogs. I call it Island Dogs, like Island New Dogs. York. Yeah, like New York. Um, <laughs> but it's. Have you been down to that part of Florida before? I've never been to Cuba. Well, you've been to Guam, so it's like yeah, Island D. You've been to Guam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but Key West is cool because it's like you're out in Midtown right. going arounds like. But it's, you're at the beach, I'm so excited. and it's just the the vibes are just immaculate. Yeah. And um, you uh, were so you're how many events are you playing down there? You're doing quite a few, right? Four. Wow, Three they got you four. a busy schedule. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. I have to look and look it up. But yeah, yeah I've got three or four, including ours. It's gonna be yeah, which is gonna be really cool. And um, and we appreciate you like being a part of like the the oh family God. that that we've got. I'm so thankful for it. And I like to tell you, Nikki T, all this. Like, I remember when Nikki T reached out to me about playing Ray's Rowdy for the first time. And it was my. <laughs> It was my mom's birthday that night. And I was supposed to go back to North Carolina. And I was like, sorry, mom. Like, you don't understand. This is such a big deal. Like, I have to play. And, like, she was so excited. <laughs> like, this is the best birthday present ever. Rowdy like, you get to play Ray's Rowdy, Rowdy on the Road. Yeah. 
And, um, yeah, but it was really special and like, I got asked to do it and it, it's special anytime. Like, I love what you guys are creating and I tell you all that all the time. It's, it's really exciting and I'm glad to be a part of it. It's yeah. An it's, honor, honestly. it's, it's a fun, it's, it's fun to be a part of the, be a part of the community, yeah. honestly. And, and there's such a, a cool young, there's such a cool crop of folks that have moved to town over the last couple of years mm-hmm. where, especially the females, your, oh, your yourself. I think <laughs> I think I think of another Carolina girl and Shelby Ray. Yes, and I love Cassidy her. Daniels. That's one of my favorite rounds. When I put all when I put you three together. God Almighty. What did I do? I put or was the three of you guys and um, Avery. Avery. Yeah, those Avery girls Bileski. can sing. Well, so can you? No, I mean I, it's great. It's I like love it. Crew. I love it. Do it's, you have Do you have like a like a little like who would you say your crew is if you're if you're going out in the midtown who's like your your crew of folks you're going out with? Man, I feel like I'm with. still figuring it out. You know, it's I was thinking about this on the way here. I just had a suspicion you were gonna ask me this, <laughs> and I like don't I don't really feel like I have a set. Obviously, you mentioned like Reed, like Noah Hicks was someone I knew before I moved here, and he introduced me to Reed, and like Reed's girlfriend's my best friend, so like I found like that, but. I'm like honestly out by myself a lot, and then whoever's out, I'm just like, hey, what's going on? Like, I feel like I'm always by myself, just bopping around, like <laughs> on my own schedule. But I mean, the last several months, a lot of it's been hanging out with people, like from Spirit, just getting to know that crew. But I don't really feel that's probably not a good answer. But I don't really feel like I have a solid. Well, well also, like you, you're at the stage now where you've you've got some stuff going, and that first. And you're and playing downtown as much as you were too. That eats up a lot of time. That yeah. that eats up a lot of nights, a lot of days. If you get invited to go out day drinking on a Sunday, you're sleeping until two or three because right. you've got to do a closing right. shift on that Sunday night. You don't have time to fuck off at Red Door. No. Like it's, no. you, you're you're not and also when you first move here, that's how you meet how you meet people is by well, going I out. Like, I mean, if like there's a lot of trial and error of who you're gonna be around too. I've had a, like a lot of people that I've hung out with for amount of time and then you just kind of everybody kind of grows and does their thing and until yeah. you find the people that stick and I just feel like I just haven't fully found that yet which is awesome it's all good yeah well I it's part know. of being the wild child too and going it's out it's so me man There's I'm no- just all over the place all the time <laughs> who who would who'd you like really grow up listening to like oh. what was what was what was teenage or even earlier than that so like your first I you remember you getting your first iPod I do, but my first iPod. What was it? Well, my dad had. He's a gym coach and like has the lost and found at the end of the year. And there was the little uh, the shuffles. Yes, it's a shuffle. Was it like the the green one? Was it like the tall, the long one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he brought it home, and he was like, "No one ever took it. Do you want?" And I was like, "Sure." And to in order to download music, I had to erase everything that was on it and then put my iTunes on it. And I was like, I don't, don't want to do that. So I just listened to whatever was on it. And and, that, it, and back then, those didn't have a screen on it. So you just hit play and you, it would whatever just... Whatever you came on, that's what you were what jamming was to. was on that iPod? I, can, I know about every word to every Lil Wayne song there. Dude, like the Amelie, like the oh Carter my God. 3. Like the OGs. <laughs> yeah. It was great. And like, I remember my dad... And I was... I'm probably like... I don't know, like fifth, fourth, fifth grade, if that, when he gave me this iPod. So I'm like singing lollipop. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I remember he got offered free tickets to an Usher concert and I was in like fifth or sixth grade. They were like fifth row and he turned them down. Cause he was like, I can't take my, my kids. I'm like, you have no idea like what you've done. <laughs> like you gave me this iPad. <laughs> All right. It's like, we can go, but yeah. So I, I grew up, I mean, I grew up on a lot more than Lil Wayne, but yeah, that was what, my first iPod experience. What was the first CD you ever bought? Oh, man. Or did you never buy CDs? Because no, you're a little younger than I am. I did. I had a bunch of them. Uh, first one. Honestly, I think it might have been like Zach Brown or something. That foundation record in like 05 yeah, with yes. Chicken Fried and Sweet Amy. and Yes. Yeah, because my dad and I like used to listen to Zach Brown a lot. My parents were divorced. And he had some songs like Highway 20 Ride and some stuff like that that my dad and I used to listen to all the time. So I feel like that's probably, I don't know. I had, I had some weird music. My first concert was Hannah Montana and the Jonas Brothers. Okay, mine was Tim McGraw. Yeah, and then, and then and then and I'd then, be a little more proud to say. That. And then, well, but I was in like the. <laughs> it was also the best concert. 
It was so good. Dude, I mean, Hannah Montana's just Miley Cyrus, so like that's like that's still one of the top And you got the best of both worlds because you got literally got the best of both worlds. Because it was Miley and Hannah. Yeah, it was so good. My dad went with me, and we had a a good dad. That's a good dad. Yeah, we had fun. Um, I did. I loved all that, but I did a lot of like Stevie Nicks was one that I was Joan Jett. Makes makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a big thing. When I moved out. Uh, I was 18 when I moved out, and then Ashley McBride became my, like, number one, and she's still, like, super up there. I remember when I moved to Raleigh, I went to, I tried to go to college, and it just wasn't it. NC, NC State? No, I went, I did a dual enrollment thing at UNC Charlotte. Okay. And I was there for less than a semester, and I, like, never went to class because I was at bars listening to music all the time. And I was like, this is ridiculous, what am I doing? So <laughs> I moved to Raleigh. And I remember I went in my apartment and I hit shuffle and Girl Going Nowhere had like just came out and, or it was pretty new. And I was like, all right, this is it. This is the song. So I'm going to, I'm going to make this happen. And that has been like a song that's got me to Nashville. And like now I write with Bussy, Jeremy Bussy all the time, who love that man character, but he wrote that song and it's just been really special to, it's, it's wild full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley's stuff is, is incredible. I love it. It's cool. And you fit in that that kind of vein too of the of the girl that's been just just grinding and hustling. You've got stories to tell. Yeah, just like she did. That's my thing, and that's why I travel so much, and that's why I say yes to everything. I'm very big on like you could die tomorrow, and if I, I'm really broke. I just got done. I have like negative twenty dollars right now. Like it's bad, but if I die tomorrow, I'm like I live the coolest life ever, and I can't bring that with me. So whatever. My my mom isn't the proudest of my bank account, but, but <laughs> I got the coolest experiences. And um... but you're but it's already <laughs> been like kind of like stuff's been happening and been yeah. working for you. If everything goes the way I'm hoping it goes, then I'll be fine eventually. It's, it's, it's hard to it's hard to count out the dog that won't quit. Yeah, like you don't have that that quit. That's what you. everybody has told me growing up. It's like. If you have the talent, like, that's great. But if you have the work and you have the drive and you just don't ever stop. So many people, I feel like they go, go, go. And then like they're like, okay, well, I'm stepping out of line. And I don't want to do this anymore. And it's just like, you can't do that. You just got to keep going. And I've always been told that. And it's what I live by. And like the traveling and stuff, like, that's how I write songs. If I didn't have those experiences, then what am I writing about? Yeah. So, you know, even though I'm broke, I'm really, You're, I'm I mean, investing into stories to write about. Yeah, I, I mean, there, and there's and there's songs that are that are about that kind of thing. Like, Muscadine has the song "Dying for mm-hmm. a Living," like, or or um, or um, make like just the like. There's certain storytelling like, th- that's just part of yeah. the the grind and the musical experience. Like, I know I know guys that before they broke before they broke out, they were sleeping sleeping in their van. You oh, know, yeah. like it's. You, you see a lot of that stuff and then it's, it makes it when you have those moments when you have the the spirit yeah the spirit thing happen and and you, you take these big meetings and you're in these rooms where you're like i never thought i'd get in here yeah. it makes it worth that it makes it you feel that much better I about those moments called motel living that's probably going to come out we like kind of been pushing on tiktok a little bit um how is tiktok for you do you like do you like doing the social media I mean, stuff i don't and enjoy it because you're an old soul yeah i feel like a weirdo like, like you're, you're not a you're not a techie person to <laughs> no. me like you're not that's not your vibe absolutely not but i just try to be as real as i can on there i have a lot of drafts of me like talking and i'm like what's going on like this is just weird i can't imagine people <laughs> listening to this right now but i mean you gotta do what you gotta do and i'm like if it helps you out it helps you out and it is what it is but i don't love it um, but we're pushing a song called Motel Living and it's kind of all about that, like living in motels through life and like, you know, you got to live these cheap experiences and you got to go through these hard times. But the end result of that is going to be something really, really cool. It already is. It's really beautiful to see everything that's been happening. So we're just going to start. It's going to be good. That's freaking, that's freaking awesome. And we're going to, we're going to wrap up with some, um, some, some touring and some, or some, I guess, road tripping. Okay. So what's your what's your favorite um of like the truck stops on the truck road? Truck stops. Oh gosh. Because if you've gone out Midwest, you've seen them all. Yeah, but I don't know. Oh man. Oh, you you're you're driving on I forty through through BFE, and you see a sign. You see a Loves, a Pilot, a Flying J, or a TA. Where are you stopping? 
I don't know. I feel like I catch myself in those pilots a lot. You're a pilot girl. But I don't know that I necessarily like it the best. I was going to say, pilot to me, I've, I've grown loves to me is where... Loves number, was going to be my next. Loves is where, where it's at. But then it also depends on what what. I think food, I just am used to see What food. food is attached. Like, I'm yeah. not going to Flying J. Flying J can get a slice of pizza, but you, you have a chance of, yeah. of getting into a greasy Denny's, depending on right. depending on where, where my munchie level's at. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And that's that's a scary place Man, to be. That's a good question for me. I don't know. I'm also the person that, like, I don't like to stop. Oh, you're that kind of driver. So, honestly, I just said one that you just listed, just to see what your reaction would be. <laughs> <laughs> and... I picked the wrong one. Okay, well, what are you getting <laughs> if you stop and snack? If you stop and snack, what are you getting? Like what's like what's like your snack? Chicken tenders. Or You're something. a chicken tenders girl. I love like yeah, and I'll they can I'll get a big thing of them and just eat them the whole way home. And you're and you're and you're a southern girl, so you yeah. dip in that or shit like, in ranch. Oh yeah, honey mustard. Too. Ran- oh, and honey I'm mustard. Honey mustard. Okay. Person. Yeah, or like if you get Cheez Its and the peanut M and M's, mix those. Oh my God. So Cheez Its and peanut M and M's together. They're so good. Together. They're so, like the. Like the white cheddar ones, and then peanut M and M's. Oh my god! Okay. Like it is game changer. All right, so McAway, make a note of that. We're gonna try that later. That's what we're, I we're keep gonna in we're the gonna car. have a big bowl of that at McAway Monday just <laughs> for you. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go <laughs> to Walmart and get it just for you. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hand that out. Also, you um, this will be airing after McAway. You got to tell her um our plan for um our attire tonight. Oh. Talk in that microphone. Do we have talk. dress code. Mac, well, not well. You guys wear whatever you want. We're oh, happy. I to, want in on we're, this. We're happy to have you guys and girls playing, and we're we're grateful for your your supporting of our mm-hmm. our degeneracy. Um, oh, but McElwain, for tonight, the attire is. Uh, so I think we're doing jeans, uh, maybe like a casual button like. Casual button-up dress shirt type deal with a sport coat. And I'll have my cowboy hat. McElwain <laughs> was like, I want to wear my dress clothes when I McElwain's host. McElwain's trying, trying to get some and, money. And we have, and we have um, according to our boy, um, our boy Sean over there, we do have the, the Fireball girls coming out tonight. Like the promotional <laughs> models for Fireball. <laughs> Which is again. That's why you want to dress a little nicer. <laughs> I'm gonna get money a fireball girl. I drink enough of it. They might as well sponsor me. <laughs> that might as well. Oh my I mean, we got, got two bottles. We, over yeah, there. we got two bottles over there. Possibly another one under there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, tonight, tonight's gonna be. It's gonna be a good time. Gonna be, um, gonna be wild. What are some, um, what are some goals for you for the rest of this year? Travel. I want to play more. Play as much. Get music out. Music out is my number one thing. For sure. Uh, hopefully, like, by the summer, we're at least in the studio. But definitely getting music out and then just playing more shows. That's about – that's all on my radar right what's now. A, um, what's a dream venue for you? Oh, my dream venue – well, you know what? It kind of still is similar. Um, and you can understand this. Coyote Joe's has always been – because that's your home. And, like, you live there and you can't get in until you move here. It's ridiculous. But um, I love that spot. I opened – up there for Cody Webb like a year ago, two years ago. But I really want to get in there and like headline it and just sell out Cody Joe's. That is the dream thing for me. Yeah. You play a show at Cody Joe's, I will drive out to yeah. I will drive out to Charlotte for that. Cause that oh. is one of my favorite It's it's special. Spots. Especially being from there. It's man, it's just different. So yeah. There's have, a lot of crazy spots, but that one yeah. have you done the blind horse? Mm Oh you have you been to the blind horse? Mm mm. But you've heard it. You've heard oh, of it. I know it? about okay. it. But yeah. So to me, it's it's fun because it's Coyote Joe's is uh, they're both legendary places. Yeah. But you can see the difference of of Charlotte, North Carolina, yeah. and Greenville, South Carolina. When you go, because they always they usually yeah. book you back One to back because yep. it's because it's um because it's because it's Alan and Steve and the guys hit. that own that. Oh, good old Alan. Alan. Oh, Alan. <laughs> oh, we, Alan. We love we love Alan Presley. That's our guy. He's the man. Um, <laughs> he's good people. Hey, Alan, you um. Oh, Alan always likes it when I come. He's like, Matt, it's so good to see you. I love it. Get Brooklyn at Coyote Joe's. And come on. we will we will come out. We'll bring the whole Razor Rowdy crew in. We did um with Trey, we brought Nikki T out on the road with us I one saw weekend. That. We did Rowdy on the Road. And um, by the end of it, it was good. Nobody died. Nobody ended up in handcuffs. There were definitely opportunities for that. If you walk out of Coyote Joe's and you don't die or end up in handcuffs, you're doing good. Well, the blind horse is where we our guys is get that a little where wild. Gets well the blind horse. God. Coyote the bl- Joe's, they got the, me messed well, up. Well, so you're you're from you're from so your parents are from buffalo but i'm sure do you have my dad's from buffalo my mom is from morganton like on the way in uh like near Asheville. 
Okay. Area. So you've got some some country relatives. Like Boone area, yeah. So you've got some some country. Yeah, it's weird. Appalachia. I'm so, like Boone family, and then Buffalo. So so I'll put it this way: blind the Coyote Joes is like like the blind horse to Coyote Joes. It's like when you have when you go like Easter just happened. When you go to when you go to Mima's or Mamas for Easter, oh, yeah. and you have your cousin Daryl oh, sitting there. The blind horse is cousin Daryl. Oh boy. You love him. I love Daryl. You love him, but you never know what's going to happen. Daryl can be unpredictable. Daryl can be unpredictable, but you're probably <laughs> going to have a good time. It'll be a good that's time. What, that's what. That's that's. It'll that's, at least start out as a good time. Yeah, it will start out as a good time, yeah. and then and then and then by the time you get to <laughs> whatever load happens, out, happens. Yeah, whatever happens happens. It's blind horses. They still got the old carpet there. So you've seen a lot of shows at Coyote Joe's, I'm yeah. guessing, over the years. Yeah, I um, went to my favorite was going to see Cam or Cameron Marlowe. Yeah, and then my friend Mikel opened up for him. Um, who he put he put a song yep. out recently. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I've been there for a lot of different stuff, a lot of different shows. Yeah. Yeah, that's the spot. It's funny. Yeah, Cameron there had to be sick. It's so cool. Like, he's Luke a, he... Holmes, Cameron, myself, I'm sure there's a few other in that mix, but us three all opened up for this guy named Daryl Hartwood. We all have done it. And Daryl's now like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> but he just does it because he, like, enjoys playing. So it's really cool, like, to be able to see people. Cameron's someone that, he just deserves it so much. He's such a good guy, but seeing everything that's happened for him is really special. I'm excited for him. But yeah, Car Carolina, baby. Carolina can. Honestly, everybody talks about Georgia, and I'm obviously like an honorary Alabamian, given yeah. my uh, given my work history over the last four <laughs> years. Um, I know, no, I'm very familiar with the Alabama scene, but North, North and South Carolina are nothing to sleep on. Like no, it's between the writers that have come out of there, the acts that have been coming out of there for years, even look back on on guys like Parmalee, oh, look yeah. back obviously Chief, um, with Eric Church, look at Lee Bryce, like yeah, people yeah. that have been coming out of those. There's so many people scenes. I'm excited to continue. I can't, Casey, I can't wait to see what else Casey she does. Casey Tindall. Dude. That's another one. I love riding with Casey. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We had fun. Yeah. We, maybe we'll have to do a, um, an event that's like all Carolina people. That would be so Do a round, fun. do a round oh, of a thing at Live Oak. Yeah, do a Carolina awesome. can. That would be a lot of fun. Might have to. Might have to do that. You should that. do like North Carolina rounds and like South Carolina yeah, rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's enough to. There's enough to yeah. do that. That'd be. That'd be sick. Um, where are some of your favorite places to hang out here in town? Do you hang out in East at all? Because I feel like you have like an East Nashville kind of vibe. I know, but vibe. I like don't really. I can't honestly know. Um, I wish I did more. But when I lived in East, it was just such a bad experience that yeah. I like never go over there anymore. I need to. Uh, obviously, I mean, I love Midtown. I. No, I haven't been here long enough to say I don't like going there. I love it. Do you still go to Tin Roof quite a bit or not really? Mm. Or did you never really go in there? I never was a big Tin Roof person. But I, I love Live Oak. Live I Oaks, love going yeah. to Live Oak. We do too. Shout out Hasten and everybody at Live Oak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, um, and then you go to you know, Winners, Losers. All that stuff, yeah. Red Door. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for them to open. I haven't been over there yet. Macklin could probably tell. It's open. They've opened. It's so weird. You walk in and I'm like, well, this place is huge now. There's actually places to sit. Like, this is interesting. <laughs> There's actually places to sit. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been to Red Door in like a few weeks. But now it's like like a tiny, tiny smoking area. Like, I know. Oh, like we've, tiny. We've, we've, we talk, we've, we've talked about it on here before. They're, they're pushing out my kind. <laughs> but but it But it happens. Um, what are... Um, what do you like to what do you like to what do you like to go to eat around here? Ooh, food. I'm a foodie. You are a foodie. I am a foodie. Uh you're a southerner, so I'm sure you love Mexican food. Mexican is my favorite thing in the world. Okay, so what's your what's your favorite national There's Mexican place restaurant? Alsombra is just across the street. It's my favorite because it's across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna walk there. So that would be my favorite. it's really good and they're really fast and gets the job done. Gets the job done. That's awesome. Um, yeah. You into the whole hot chicken thing or the barbecue thing? Barbecue, yeah, you've probably had barbecue, your whole life. I'm so used to you've it probably had your home. whole life. Yeah. That's something you're going to see, too, as you go out on the road more. They're going to give you, like, catering or your mm -hmm. tour manager, your team will advance everything. And they'll, like, give you money to get, like, a buyout to go get what you want in the area. Or yeah. they'll provide it. And a lot of these down-home places be like, hey, this is the best barbecue you ever had. Yeah. And it's Shout just. Shout out to Lancaster's back in North Carolina. Lancaster's that's, is good. Lancaster's is fire. Stuff. Lancaster's is fire. But you'll, as you get out on the road in the south and the Midwest, be prepared to eat a lot of barbecue. Right, McElwain? Lots of barbecue. You'll you'll learn how to fix a uh, a pork sandwich very quick. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, but um, but yeah. So this year, getting music out. Heck yeah. Getting out on the road. 
yes. more meetings um and just dude i'm i'm super proud of you like because you because you, you it's you've it, seen it since the beginning of being here yeah so. yeah and it's and it's and it's um and i i appreciate your your friendship and like oh we God, do and nice. and you're um you're you're killing it and <laughs> there's the the ups and downs and i think you got a lot a lot of ups coming your way I'm and excited. you'll be you'll be climbing that damn mountain so i'm proud of <sighs> proud of you as a Thank friend you. and uh proud of you. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna kill it. I can't wait to hear this this new music. I can't wait for the world to hear this music, I'm and so I can't wait for the the world to see you on a stage playing, yeah, all over the damn country because it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'm at the point of it. Like, there's no. I hope it's gonna happen. Yeah. Point blank. Hell yeah. Well, where can people find you on those uh, on the socials? Brooklyn Music on everything. Brooke with an E L E E Music. Keep an eye on all your road trips. Yes. Oh yeah, there will be a lot to come. There always is. You never Ellie. know. I literally have a packed suitcase in my car at all times in case I just want to leave. You just keep a suitcase packed. I sure do. <laughs> People probably watch my TikToks. What's in? What's, like, what's in? What? 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 What are the essentials? Like, what like you just keep? a couple pairs of jeans and like t-shirt and bathing suit in case you go to a random <laughs> lake in Kansas and you don't want to wear your pajamas like I did the first time. <laughs> you know. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Well, y'all be sure to check out our girl Brooke Lee, the the wild child here in Stay country wild music. Child, baby. Stay wild. Um, <laughs> be sure to check her out. Um, see, uh, come out and see her here in town, or uh, if you're going to be up in Indianapolis, she'll be playing at the Tin Roof up there, and she's got some more shows that'll be coming soon. So be sure to. Uh, you got a website? Yes, BrookleeMusic.com. Look at you with a website now too. It's official. It's you're yeah. fucking doing it. Yeah. Hell it's yeah. Up. So yeah, brooklymusic.com. Go check that out um, and support our girl, Brooke Lee. We love her here at In The Round. Uh, <laughs> Got to give a shout out to our friends from Whale Tail Media, Saxman Studios, our boy Mitch Wallace with The Digital Marketing Agency. Of course, our friends at Bood Light. And, um, and uh, of course, our friends at Big Friendly Productions. For Sweet Boy Behind the Camera, I'm Matt Burrill. Uh, appreciate you guys watching another episode. Be sure to like, rate, subscribe. Go check out Brooks' music. Go see her on the road. And uh, we will see you next time. This has been the In the Round Podcast. <laughs>